0: There is a new organization that uh, you need to know about. It's the National Pain Advocacy Center, and it's uh, founded by Kate Nicholson, and uh, you've heard Ms. Nicholson on this program in the past, longtime civil rights attorney for the United States Department of Justice, and a chronic pain patient herself. And uh, joining Kate is Dr. Hans Clark, Director of Pain Services and Medical Director of the Pain Research Unit at Toronto General Hospital. He educates on pain control, appropriate opioid prescribing, and misconceptions about opioid use. And we know that chronic pain patients are losing their doctors, being fired by doctors, frankly, and uh, also having their opioids medications significantly altered or denied. Kate, it's good to talk to you again. How are you?
1: It's really good to talk to you, too, Roy. I'm doing very well, thanks.
0: Dr. Clark, good to have you with us, sir. First time we're talking. Uh, pleasure to be here, Roy. Kate, can you just give us an overview of what you're doing um, at the Center, the National Pain Advocacy Center? What's the mandate?
1: Sure. Well, the mandate is to improve the health and human rights of people living with pain. Um, but w- what we are is an alliance of clinicians and scientists and civil rights, Um, and disability rights and drug policy experts who have come together along with people with lived experience of pain um, who are represented at every level of our organization. And we're working to sort of change minds and and bad policies. We came together uh, based on concerns about one size fits all opioid prescribing, which you and I have talked about many times um, on this program, uh, and the uh, negative effect which you mentioned in your introduction on people with chronic pain who uh, require these medications and are no longer able to access them, are being forcibly, having their medication forcibly reduced or, or denied, um, and are being abandoned in care. Uh, so that was our sort of animating concern, but our mission is broader. I mean, we really want to change uh, sort of uh, attitudes about pain and which is, is stigmatized and misunderstood. Um, and we want to broaden coverage for treatment and um, broaden sort of research into chronic pain and, and a lot of these things that have sort of left uh, chronic pain patients behind.
0: Yeah, it's something that we've talked about on this program for a number of years. Uh, Dr. Clark, uh, what is it that, to, the, what's your message? Because there's this uh, perception that if you're using opioids and you're a chronic pain patient, then there's something wrong with you. And I think that really has, has really sifted or drifted into the medical profession. I hear chronic pain patients constantly telling me their, their meds have been arbitrarily reduced or they've been fired by their doctors. What's the truth? What's the reality? What's your message?
2: You know, Roy, first of all, let me just uh, say hats off to Kate for uh, funding the, uh, the National Opioid Advocacy Centre, and it's an honour to be sitting on her Science and Policy Advisory Council. I'll tell you, Roy, you know, it, it, this all really shifted in about 2017 in particular when those opioid guidelines came out, and they were very closely mimicked to the CDC guidelines, and what's actually happening today. And, you know, physicians for sure are somewhat worried that these guidelines have become dogma in terms of how they need to practice And there's certainly been a shift away from opioids and individuals that are now have been on these medications for quite some time. For sure, as you said, some are being fired. Some in particular, I think some are at the highest risk of potentially dying in the next five years are Canadians that are on these high dose opioids and they lose their physician or they retire. And, you know, they're really left with limited options. And so, you know, as as usual, uh, we, we swing the pendulum very far from one side to the next. And we do have to bring, I think, all parts of this very complex crisis together.
0: And it is complex, isn't it? It's not just as simple as saying, and you know this, Kate. We you know, I've talked about this. It's not simply saying, okay, so you're a chronic pain patient. Here are the opioids. There's m- far more to it than that. But the opioids are part of the big picture and a significant part.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and opioids don't work for everyone, which is part of why, at least in the U.S., um, we're working to expand coverage because a lot of people who can't afford um, sort of to access other treatments are also being left out. Um, And it is complex. We have, um, you know, drug policy and addiction experts also on our uh, advisory boards. Um, And uh, Hans and I have talked a lot about how U.S. policy has affected Canadian pain policy um, and why we all have to work together to kind of turn the corner on this issue.
0: I want to do a much longer interview with you both in the near future. We have just about a minute left here. This is introductory. Uh, Dr. Clark, what's the objective? What At the end of the day, the proverbial day, the metaphorical day, the cliche day, what's the objective here?
2: Well, you know, Roy, uh, many people may not know this, but we have a federal pain task force ongoing. And at first, they were only going to look at the landscape. And now they're actually thinking about, you know, what do we need to do to fix this? And what are the innovations in care to protect Canadians as we move forward into the future? And I can tell you one of the biggest aims right now is to get people to the table that understand the complexities of that chronic pain patient. That, you know, that voice has been left out. And so do we now not just have the opioid use disorder patient, but the pain patient. And let's treat this all as a continuum. People get really upset when we talk about this continuum, but it exists. And right. If we get everyone at the table together, we can start to try to start to figure this out in a rational way.
0: Well, I thank you both for coming on and uh, doing this introductory interview about uh, the pain center and... Uh, the National Pain Advocacy Center. Kate, thank you. Uh, Dr. Clark, thank you. I want you both back very soon, and we can do an extended segment. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Roy, and thank you for your continued coverage
0: of this issue. Yeah, it's massive. It's massive. So many people are suffering. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.